What's up, y'all? The Iron Skillet Podcast back again. We're almost at full force tonight. Mm -hmm. As you can see, special guest in the building, Damian P. He's going to join us for the full episode. We got the homie Jet Johnson came to contribute. You know what it is. My man in the Wope shirt, T. Clem TV on the boards. We got Shator Lane, the humble savage, and Master Logue in the building. All of that. You already know what it is. Smooches. So... Shatora and the master over here have been literally cooking up lately, and I believe it is some ill sauce. You don't even know. You want to elaborate just a little bit real quick? I don't know how much you want to put out there. I don't know either. (laughs) I mean, so far we've gotten to the prepping stages. Like, are you guys, you guys are almost ready for production. We really are ready for production. Let me tell you a funny story because you don't know this. Let it off. So my my grandparents are on Facebook. They're always just scrolling through. And my granddad's scrolling. He's like, that looks like my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait a minute, that is my kitchen. <laughs> my grandma was like, yeah, don't worry about it. They were cooking some stuff out there. We cleaned it's up fine. afterwards. She's like, they cleaned everything up. He was like, okay. He, as long as yeah, yeah. They're grilling me at the family reunion this As soon weekend. as we blow up and start manufacturing, I'm like, where's my cut? <laughs> yeah, he's going to come through there. But, yeah, we're definitely um, having a good time. Definitely got some stuff up our sleeve. It's going to be lit. Within the next week, we should have some unveiling for you guys. I just want to know if if you guys would really genuinely – want to try the sauce and would like to contribute and buy some of the sauce, then hit us at the ironskillet05 at gmail.com. Tell us you want some sauce. We'll know exactly what you're talking about, and we'll ship it out to the you. The illest sauce you'll ever taste $50 a life. pop, too, by the way. I ain't need <laughs> to withhold that information, but, oh I mean, my. it's the illest sauce in all of America. <laughs> Big woke. So we got that. some ill sauce coming soon we from do, them, too. We do, we do. Oh, yeah. Lots of it. Be on the lookout for that. That's coming soon. Also, my man Logue is out here doing yo-yo tricks. <laughs> Done put out a whole yo-yo song and got my little nephew hip to it. So he wants a he wants a yo-yo to put in his bag now. Look at you. What I was trying to do was just you know expand expand my creative abilities. Really, you know what I'm saying. I was walking one day in Target, <laughs> fucking came across a yo-yo. That's just at six ninety nine. I was like, all right. Bet. And, you know, I had a yo-yo when I was, like, seven once, so, like, it all came back to me as soon as I took it out of the package, and I was like, where does yo, I know how to... come from? <laughs> yeah, like, yo, where are you from right now? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Is that the yo-yo? <laughs> nah, that ain't the yo-yo. You should have changed your name for, like, that release. Kind of songs. <laughs> yo-yo Logue. Like yo-yo Logue would have been high. Yo-yo Logue. Yo-yo Logue. Just have, like, so a, a New York accent all yes. time. <laughs> I'm going to do it in New York City and just go up to, like, It's funny, we came back in here from shooting that video, and he was like, yo, and I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't stop saying Couldn't stop saying yo. There's a lot of yo-yo puns during You during had me and Brandon in here trying to, like, bring back our childhood. I was like, I think I remember how to, like, do the cradle thing. Let me see that. I was, yo, she did, she <laughs> did it, too. Yes. Yo, I did it see, too. when I was a kid, I was never able to do Trash. any tricks at all. I picked that thing up. I'm doing <laughs> the cradle. He came in hot the I'm first doing time, the, though. Uh, around that? the world. He came in hot the first, the first time. time. He threw it down, and it, like, spiked out. You remember? You threw it down the first yeah, time. Yeah, we had some mess-ups. <laughs> it's all good. It's Fun all good. fact, I hit 37 spins on around the world, and that's on low. There you go. There you go. fumbled. I, I, fumbled, it. I fumbled I it, so I'm not going to count it, but we're going we're gonna to bring it back after this podcast. We might have to drop a little video okay. or something, trying that. We'll but first topic, <laughs> first topic we're going to get into is apps and how it's basically blown up over the past 10 years. And we're going to get into some of our favorite apps and, and this and that. But I just want to run down a little history that maybe you guys might not even know. I found all this out today while I was using an app. 
to research it. All right. Dun, dun, AKA dun. Safari. But uh, the first, the first uh, smartphone slash mobile device was actually in 1993 by IBM. Um, and it had some of the first apps were the contact book, a calculator, and a world clock. There you go. I feel like those Dope. aren't apps. No, they are, but though. But back then. OG apps. Yeah. yeah. That's the OG. Yeah. Like, those are real those apps. Are, no, those, 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 are, those are applications, not apps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> two different things. Okay, application. Okay. Yeah, like Safari's just the internet, man. That's a web browser. <laughs> Safari's a web browser. <laughs> All right, so an app is a type of application right. software designed to run on a mobile device. Okay. So app, application, however hip you want to be with it, uh, it is what it is. Try I feel it. it. Whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> Shut all right, catching everybody up in 2002, uh, the first BlackBerry, BlackBerry smartphone was released, and it featured wireless email. So Whoa. you couldn't email something until 2002. Like, Dude. I think I'm, I'm just going to assume that that was before texting. Y'all remember BBM? Yeah. Dude, yeah, we all BBM. had we all had Blackberries. It was basically iMessage. Yeah. Oh, that's I think that's what I'm referring to here. Yeah, we were so all about called. it. BBM. BBM. We I thought missed we were Blackberries. So I was like much. seven when that happened. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, it was it was like an instant message. Yep. yep. Oh. Yeah. We thought we were the coolest. It was basically, yeah, like, it was like iPhones to iMessage. Yeah. Oh, it was like internet, or it was on cellular data. Data. Mm. It was on data. Yeah. But you could do it. I guess it was. Like instant, like I, like I message. Yeah, but it only was lit to for the like time. somebody else who had a BlackBerry. Y'all had a BlackBerry? Yeah, yeah. we yeah. all had BlackBerry. Had a Blackberry? Yeah. What? Blackberries were lit. They had yeah, brick they breaker were. on them and you all of that. Yeah, I brick breaker. Brick breaker was my shit. <laughs> bro, the ball. Oh yeah, no, that was cool. That was super innovative. I had the one. I had the one with the like just the touchpad. I had a ball one. I had the one that came out with just like the. Touchpad. They were so far ahead of the game, and then they just dropped the ball. Exactly. Like, you I would think by now they'd be like way ahead of everybody else, but right. Right. it was uh, disappeared. They they the productivity. Uh, they were for the working man, and yeah, the iPhone still, came out. They're still know, like I feel like uh, BlackBerry still like contributes to like um, government jobs and stuff. Like oh totally. They still. Oh, that's, I think that's they do like contracting here. for like government stuff. Yeah, maybe they had bad. They might have got bought out. Who knows? We're gonna have to look that one up. Bad investors or or just. Lost creative ability. I mean, yeah, with with innovative mind. I was about yeah. to say yeah. with innovation, you know, it just keeps growing and growing. And if you can't keep up with the times, you can't keep up with Steve Jobs. You're getting bought out, <laughs> right? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's interesting. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. So y'all know when apps just went full blown? Oh wait, I don't remember what? I, don't I only say that because I was a senior in high school, and that's when everybody was addicted to Twitter. Yo, that's what I, I was. You hit guess. the nail on the head. July 2008 is when Apple released the App Store. 552 apps, 135 of them were for free. A week later, 10 million downloads. That's crazy. That's crazy for something Yo, that new. Nuts. Yeah. And then everybody just dived in on it. Yeah, I crazy. can remember. I can remember like people being like, "You're not on Twitter." I'm like, "What the heck is Twitter?" Mm-hmm. It was As mostly, like, I feel, I like, games Twitter. back then. Like, people yeah. were downloading games. Now it's just straight social media. I was downloading yeah. stupid shit. Like, like, yeah, I, yeah. like the gun app. The gun app, the, yeah. The sound oh, the God. lightsaber <laughs> joint. Oh, oh, you remember? Yeah. Those were revolutionary. Yeah, the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> those those <laughs> were the apps. So, and, like, the, the hair, the buzzer, you know? Like, you yeah, the hair clicker. Stupid apps. That's hilarious. Or the beer flashlight. Oh, yeah, the beer one. Wow, those were some stupid apps. I try to download a scale. One time. Oh my god! Oh, Get out of here! Yeah. 
phone screens are no, not that advanced. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I think I think I think they got them now though. Do they? Uh -oh. I'm pretty sure they do. To some Shit, extent, I mean, you can do a um, the measuring thing. I put the nickel on a ruler on your. Oh, Yo, I use that a lot actually. My that boss tried works. to tell me that. I was like, man, just give me a damn yardstick. Like, I'll get you the real measurement. <laughs> I ain't got time for you to flip through an app. One. Yeah, exactly. I, they got a level app, too, that I've, mm -hmm. I've used. Like, I moved this in my spot like some years back. I'm trying to put up this picture. I'm like, man, it's off. Yeah, Bang. there you go. You think that was accurate? Fuck yeah. Accurate enough. It looked yeah, good. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> These are high tech, man. They got a gyroscope in there. Yeah. A what? A gyroscope. The flax capacitor. What is a gyroscope? <laughs> the flax capacitor. What is it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that what it is? You think it's a gyroscope? Is Something that what like it is? That. Gyro? I don't know how to say it. Tomato, tomato? Yeah. <clears throat> nah, funny story. I'm a, just because of my last statement. I did ass asked Travis to help me fix my car one day, and I was like, what do you think the problem is? And he said, the flux capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like two days, I was like, man, I got I to gotta figure this out. <laughs> I got to get a flux man, capacitor. That sounds expensive. Yeah, <laughs> Come find out some back to the future <laughs> shit. Look Fuck you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold. No, I think you Googled it, didn't you? I did. You're like, how much out. is a flux capacitor? <laughs> you probably like... <laughs> I've seen a bunch of DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Like, like 20 umpteen thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah, yeah well, it's 2019. You can find a flux capacitor on the internet. That's yeah. hilarious. I'm pretty sure. That's you hilarious. Check eBay? No, I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to go from Amazon. I wanted to get it from Amazon. I feel it. Prime. That's hilarious. So let's get some people hip to some, some apps. What are some apps that you guys use on a daily or... Something you think's useful mm. outside of social media, because obviously right. we all we all know what it is. Dropbox, Dropbox, Dropbox. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. If y'all ain't hit the Dropbox, Dropbox. I use Google Drive. I was gonna say a lot of people use Google Drive like all the time, especially with like music and stuff. When I be want to listen to little mixes, I throw it on my Google Drive, hop in the car, sync right into the Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Boom, yep. like yeah, Fire. that's nice. I always yeah. felt like Google Drive was much harder to like maneuver through than Dropbox. Yeah, you think it's like. More encrypted. I, I mean, with with the Google Drive, I like it just because I use, I got Gmail, Google, yeah, everything. So it, so I got so many. I use Google Sheets all the time, Google Docs uh -huh. all the yeah. time, and it's all under the same account, so I can pull it all up. Yeah, um, fair enough. That's but, fair. But Dropbox is definitely like, especially when you want to send stuff off. Comes because that's the thing. If I got the Google Drive app, not everybody has the app, mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to access stuff. Mm -hmm. But if I try to send it to somebody else, then they got to get, oh, I got to log into this. I got to do that. So right. it can it's be more a universal. Pain. That was the biggest yeah. gripe that I've seen. Like, I've seen a producer on Twitter talking about how they don't use Google Drive because not that they catch flack, but it's like they'll send off beats and it's like Google Hard Drive, like, I'm using this email. You didn't give me access to this one. Yeah. It's happened to me, too. Yeah. I've had to hit producers like, hey, man, I, my Google is this one. I got my PayPal set up this way. Right. Yep. Yeah. The way my accounts are set up. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel oh, God. It. That was yeah. a good one. Dropbox, that is huge. Yeah. Um, one that I like to use, and it's helped me a lot with uh, promo and chopping up promos, iMovie. Oh, yeah. I think you got to pay yeah. for it. I'm not sure. But it's it's so. like I could get precise with it, and I like that. I think on the new phones it comes with. It comes on. It came really? On yeah. I think Man, I think I paid seven ninety nine for that job yeah. like Yikes. a couple years ago. Yes. Well, yeah, you're still on an iPhone five. He's like <laughs> pre-downloaded app. Five S. The, the right. newer joints here. Yeah, I know they're on there. Yeah, it comes on in there. But shoot, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, SoundCloud Pulse. If you have SoundCloud, then you definitely need to download SoundCloud Pulse. Um, it helps you check all the analytics of everything. So I get a seven-week statistic of how many plays I've gotten, you know what I'm saying? And where. Who played who them, where it's from. I think that's really beneficial. Definitely does because then you could figure out your target markets. Precisely. Sure. It's funny to see, like, 
people viewing it from other places. Like I'll get a lot of Ukraine sometimes mm -hmm. in Germany, mm -hmm. and I'll just get different peaks different times of the year. You Mixed think things like that are bots or like legit? Because that happens to me too. It's hard to tell. Like you think like someone in Ukraine is just like Jet Johnson. I think so. <laughs> sometimes I add a lot of tags that'll help me like branch be, out. Uh, yeah, to branch out. So even if it's one or two people, you know, they're gonna tell their friend if they like yeah. the song enough, and then. I True. I Way off topic, but do you think if I signed up for a SoundCloud and then told them I was in Ukraine, do you think that would count as a Ukraine account, or would they recognize that I'm not in Ukraine? Yeah, I have I'm no sure idea. I think, it's mm. a, I think I'm thinking too much on it. Yeah. X-Files yeah, music no plays in the I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really want to get famous in Ukraine. <laughs> uh, Nobody ever made it out to Ukraine. Do you remember bro? Global Guts? Well, yeah, you yeah, remember yeah, Global Guts? Yeah, yeah. They had Ukraine was one of the countries, the people that would, they would compete. Like Nickelodeon Guts? Yes. Yeah. Random. But no offense to hey, Ukraine, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> we got some. We got some producers over Please there. Don't Shout hold out Shuka for Beats. True. He's Shuka. out in the Ukraine. Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I had three. <laughs> I tried to do creative apps. <laughs> I tried to do an app for each thing. I know one of them, Trav's going to talk about, so I'm going to leave it to him, but. The first one I have is Clarity Money. I told you guys about this a couple weeks this ago. This is the, okay, dive in on it. It's a free app. It's lit if you're trying to just see where your money's going. So, like, when you log into the app, um, it'll connect to your account, and then it breaks down a little graph, and it'll show you, like, grocery shopping, health and fitness, auto and commuting, and then other. So you'll see a little graph. You'll click on it, and it'll show you how much money you spent, and then it'll break down, like, your purchases for each category. Um it also, the cool thing is it allows you the option to connect to this app called Acorns, where it, it rounds your purchases up to the next dollar, and it creates an investing account for you to start, like, putting money away for the future, oh, that's cool. which everyone should be doing that. Please, please look into doing that. Please. Think about your future. Definitely do that. Save some money. Um, so I like that. It's free, too. So I really like using that just so I can get an idea. Like, I'm a visual person. Like, if you tell me, I'm not going to remember. But if I can, like, see it and picture it in my head, I'll have a better idea of what's going on. So that was one of the ones I picked from That's mine. super dope. I have one question about that. It's yeah. Like, it automatically puts everything where it's supposed to be? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And the cool thing that That's I really crazy. like is it breaks down your subscriptions. So, like... And that's one thing I was spending lots of money on. I didn't realize, like, I had a subscription to Epidemic Sound, subscription to Adobe, a subscription, all this crap. And I'm seeing all these hundreds of dollars of subscription fees, and it just gives you a button to click and cancel, and it'll give you a link or a phone number that you can call to cancel it. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was that was definitely convenient. Fire, check for them sure, out for sure. Um, other two, Headspace, it's a meditation app. Definitely recommend everybody try it out for 10 days. You can do, I think, a month free trial, but it's like 12 bucks a month. Um, I use it daily. They have different packages for, like, self-esteem, relationships, confidence, performance mindset, which sometimes is lit if you have a performance coming up. Different things you can do before you go on stage to try to get you, like, you know, in the right mindset to, to, to kill it. And then my last one was Audible, which is a, uh audiobook app. If you commute like me to work every day, mm -hmm. you want to try to get some knowledge while you're stuck in the car, that's definitely a dope app. It's like $11 a month, but you get a free credit. You get a free book every month, and then you get discounts on any other books that you buy. So. And like a hard, a hard like back book is like $11 yeah. anyway. And it this will read more. it to you. 
Yes. Yeah. You, and you can and you can That's speed so it. So right way way. You can speed yeah. it up too. Yeah. So yeah. that like so that it'll go yeah. yeah. So no you can way. still understand, but it's like taking time off of the hours. Like right. Once upon a time in the land of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is Actually, lit. Kind of sounds like that. You start adding a beat. Yeah, like okay, what's going on? You got twist to read a new book. Hot as fuck. Every day the work would be lit. If you get like different narrators. Is that a thing? I don't know. I haven't played with it too much. But it. We but should Audible create an app. Help. Yeah, that like calls like, upon all of those celebrities just to narrate fucking, fucking Ozzy, 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 Morgan Freeman, the voice of God. Quest, yeah. Love, <laughs> Quest Love narrated his book. Did he? Yeah, that's, that's, that's dope. dope. Mm-hmm. That's definitely yeah. tough. That's probably really hard because you actually have to use correct punctual like pauses. Well, if you, like, you ever heard yeah. Quest Love talk, he he's like kills a, it. Yeah, I mean, so punctual and like you've seen him in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I like stumble on children's books sometimes. Reading them to my daughter, it's like Doctor Seuss. How now? Hey, in my yeah, defense, though, Doctor Seuss be saying some shit. <laughs> He'd be like clickety clack on the back of the cat. And you're like, what? You're reading it fast as shit, like, <laughs> like whoops, Yo. I messed up. <laughs> could one like, argue? Car- c- carrot. <laughs> hey, could one argue Doctor Seuss was the first rapper? He, he, he I don't pump, know. I don't know he when pump, he started putting books he out, but he's he rhyming. Going back to our last podcast, now that we're talking about Dr. Seuss, a lot of people hate him because he was an anti-Semitist. You guys know what that is? No. He Elaborate. was like a racist, basically, uh, against like Jewish yeah, people. people yeah. yeah. And um, Is he German? Uh, I think of some descent, yeah. But it was funny because we were talking about Dave Chappelle and how people like, you know, judge other people for... Just certain random things, and things. Just totally overlook their creative abilities. I Man, you. I'm going way off topic, but I didn't get to participate in the Dave Chappelle one, and I wanted to say something. I think he brought up a lot of good points in that. Mm-hmm. He always does. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and and I think it's crazy that um, sarcasm and and jokes can actually hit Push home the points. Like, mm-hmm. like the the thing you talk about the school shooters. Mm-hmm. You're literally telling everybody in class this. Well, what if somebody in the class is the shooter? Yeah. I think we need some compartmentalization here with the teacher. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, he, he, he brought up some, some interesting points. I feel it. He's like, and where are they going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Shut down the Iron Skillet podcast. Yeah, I still, need to, I, I need, still need to catch oh, it, too. Oh, yeah. you haven't seen Definitely it yet? Nah, but I've, just, I've been hearing, like, what people have been saying yeah. about it, and the thing that to me I'm just like is this your first time ever hearing Dave, Dave Chappelle yeah. Yeah. he's been doing it for 30 yeah. years my man yeah. started the first episode of his show with Clayton Bigsby right. black right. white supremacist exactly right. yeah. Yeah. yeah black yeah. white supremacist that, that was, was one hilarious. of the funniest like yeah. skits I've ever seen in my life at, to this so day original of his time yeah, that was like 0304 pushing the boundaries of right. of TV oh, yeah. Yeah. cable that's yeah. the best yeah. part about him yeah he yeah. said uh, something about how he would have to check in with somebody before he released his shows oh, the, to um, see if they would uh, clear him. The, yeah, yeah. And something mm-hmm. like that. He was like, basically, he's like, why can't I say faggot? Oh, God. But, <laughs> I, but you let me say the N-word. Yeah. And, and she was just like, well, you're not gay. And he's like, well, I'm not an N-word. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was yeah, fire. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah, crowd went, went He brings bananas. up, yeah. you know, good points through sarcasm and, you know, comedy. Yeah. No, 100%. I think it's, I think it's very I educational in a way. I fucking He's a genius. He's way smarter than two than people they like to lead on. Let's bring it back Facts. to this podcast, though. Bring it back to the apps. Yeah. Shaw, you got one more on the on the list? Well, I know I'm going to let Trav talk about it because it was Lightroom, and I feel like yeah. you know you can elaborate more on that well, than I can. Yeah, so Lightroom, it's a Adobe app. 
but it's actually free on your phone and a bunch of tutorials on YouTube. We actually have our own tutorial about editing photos, and it's super, dope. super Definitely. dope. That Definitely. was the one you guys uh, did the photo shoot yeah. with. Yeah. Yep. So there's actually a video on it's on my shoot. it's on my YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's on my YouTube channel. Um, but if you ever want to learn how to use Lightroom, check it out. Yes. Did a whole iPhone photo shoot. Lightroom. Yeah, get that app if you want to put out content because you can make your pictures look real nice. Yep. For sure. Fire. And while we're talking about apps, you could go get the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app and listen to the Iron Skillet Podcast. You could. If you're not already listening to us (laughs) on that. You could. Figure out the plug out there. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We had a lot of good apps. Yeah. Went all the way back to the lightsaber. I forgot about that. <laughs> Imagine if you tried to use that now. People would be hating on you. Like, well, put that away. What well, are you put doing? Your, put your, put your <laughs> lightsaber yeah. away. But back then, so we, were, we were like, this is the best. This is great. It cool. was pretty neat. I'm going to tell you an app that I'm bringing back. Huh. Well, not even bringing back. It's just I only use it this time of year. DraftKings. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm big on NFL. Big on losing money. I had to like. (laughs) I've been gambling on the same eighty dollars for like three seasons. I came up one year like a couple hundred, and then last season I logged in. I was like eighty bucks. I logged in like last week. I'm like, all right, I'm down to thirty (laughs) six. We gotta hit this year. We gotta get it up. We gotta get it up. (laughs) But yeah, I've been gambling on the same fifty for like two years now. There you go. There you go. You gotta play to win. That's the league. You invited me. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about this. <laughs> no, that's that's just a regular fantasy <laughs> app. Personal combo. Oh yeah, I can't get into it's that. It's that time of year again. It is. Which I um, will be using the app, opposed to the desktop version. There you go. You know, and that was another thing I read is is people are. I think it was like eighty five percent. I forget the percentage, but people are would rather mobile version than mm. desktop version. People are spending less time on desktops. And that brings me to one of my other points that apps are changing the way uh, companies are making mobile devices. Facts. Um, They're making it more like a more like a desktop in your hand. Basically, like apps like you know tw- uh, Twitter, anything with the scrolling feature, they've been right. kind of doing the thing. Because don't they got something where you could like look at it and it'll stop scrolling or something like that? Some craziness. I have no idea. No, they have like if you're watching it? a video and you look away, it'll yeah, stop. It'll, it'll pause, pause the video. Yeah. Is, is that on, um, on the Samsung? Right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. What does Samsung have? It has eye scrolling too, right? I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't or, it? I, that's what I've heard. Somebody's got somebody the eye scrolling. Call, or somebody calls, you can kind of look and see who it is. Like it's uh-huh. got a. I mean, Samsung I, is advanced as fuck. They are. That's crazy. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm caught in the Apple trap, but like. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they call it, the Apple trap? That's what I call it. I'm definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hip, I'm there. But Samsung hey. definitely there. They're yeah. really innovative. Can't they do would it. stop blowing up in people's pockets, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That got me shook a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. It ain't worth it. Yeah. I feel it. I've been in the same Apple trap since iPhone 5. So we, I'm Don't you still iPhone 5? 5S, brother. Put it away, sir. Oh my gosh! I get those man. apps. Go get all those apps. Get all of those apps. We just dropped all that knowledge. Must need Check it. them out. Well, all right. We just <laughs> talked about some cool stuff previously. Now I want to talk to you guys a little bit about tricking your mind into thinking positive. I know it sounds really stupid and really simple, but it's a lot harder for others than it is for certain people. So one thing that I like to use and some tactics that I practice when I get into a negative headspace is just to step away from whatever has put me in that headspace. Anything, whether it's a certain thought, whether it's the area that I'm in, what happened to me previously, I like to do whatever makes me happy. For me, that's usually music. I like um, creating certain things. It doesn't always have to be music. I'll sit down and draw sometimes. I'll 
write a fucking intro to a book that never gets finished. Like, <laughs> I'm directing good. skits on skits that, you know, never get put out. Sometimes they do. Um, or I reach out to creative people. I really don't like to be around unproductive people when I'm in a bad mood because it just puts me more in a bad mood. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people. I heard the term used today on something that I was watching. Um, what was the term? What's content entrepreneur? No, not content entrepreneur. What's it mean? I don't even know what it means. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> this is so Look, bad. I Pick ha- it up. Tell me something yeah. that you guys do for your tactics. I'll come back to it. I have two things that I do. Um, so one thing, it's like a mantra I tell myself is everything happens for you. Like it, nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. So mm-hmm. every time something bad happens, it's like it's a test or a testament to get you to where you're trying to go. So like if it's the like I had money stole out of my car, I was like whatever. This is just going to teach me how to hustle harder and make money when I don't have money. Like, it happened for me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or that. You know, I locked my doors. We're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) So I try to think about it that way. And I also try to think about it. This this really helps because I really see, like, I want more for my life. So I think about my life in the scale that I want it to be. So it's like if I'm operating at this high level on the same level as other people that are super successful, these little things that I'm getting upset about, well they can't phase me like if I'm gonna get to that level I have to learn how to move past that stuff and keep being productive and keep being positive like you know what I'm saying like people that are artist levels like Beyonce Jeezy people like that they're not getting mad about like small things because it doesn't matter like they're focused on the big picture so I try to think about like that like if I'm trying to be at a certain level I gotta learn how to push past this stuff and just keep it moving I like it. Yeah, I totally. Like it. Yeah. I didn't think of the word, but I definitely thought of the concept that revolves around the word. It's people who feel like they always have to be doing something. I heard the term, and I can't recollect it right now, but... That's me, too. That's me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I, I can't... will lose my mind if I'm stationary. Oh, dude, yeah. same. Because I just think... Can't sit down and watch TV, because in the back of my head, I'm like, there's nothing... There's no progress being made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't be like... Relaxed. I don't know, relaxed ever. Yeah. Like, I get more anxiety when I'm trying to relax than yeah. I do when I've got 30 different things on my plate. And I that's just you. how I operate. I don't know why. I feel you. I found that a lot more creatives operate under those circumstances, though, than other normal people. I feel you. What yeah, y'all got? That's how you get things done. I feel Facts. staying busy helps me with that. Mm-hmm. To where I don't... Think about it so much. Right, I don't think about it so much. But also, I feel like I compartmentalize the worry. Like... Yeah. I try not to worry about things like beforehand. Like, yeah. like I'm not gonna stress on something next week, this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because can't wh- do nothing. Why about do it? it? Yeah, exactly. If I can't do nothing about it, I'm not gonna put that stress on myself or or just think about what I'm gonna do. Well, I'll just do it when it comes. Exactly. Or you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna put off like doing the dishes or. Whatever it I is, you. you know, little things like I do those, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do those. <laughs> I do just so y'all I know. That, was a, that was a bad example. You heard it here first. Brandon does dishes. Example, but like uh, daily tasks. Yeah, daily tasks. Where like if I gotta have a a, a a talk with somebody at work. Yeah. I'm not gonna stress about it the night before, thinking, all right, I gotta tell this person how it is. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna, you know. Go with it. Yeah. You know? Facts. Yeah. I'm not going to stress over it. I think that's big, too, and I learned how to do that a couple years ago. I always used to, like, dread going into certain things, but once I 
put myself in the mindset of, you know, just mm -hmm. go in, do it, get it over with, mm -hmm. and then you can, like, you know, it's over mm -hmm. after you're done with it. Mm -hmm. It helps so much. People stress about stupid things all the time, like you, like talking to a dude at work tomorrow. Or dishes. The fuck? Or dishes, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. No, mine's just going to work tomorrow and so You're like, I'm over it. <laughs> but then you get there and you're like, I'm going to get it over with and then yeah, you got, like, you come to the studio leave, after so work. So I can go to the studio and put in real work. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Damon, what you yourself. got? Yeah. Well, work's a big one, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. if, like most creatives who want to come up sometimes you end up working somewhere that's not your passion you know what i mean you gotta do what you gotta do and that can put you in a negative mindset and one of the things i do when when you think about stepping away from that i think about my family i think about my son if i'm in a bad mood i think about him and i can't stand a bad mood you yeah, know what i mean that's good. um i also look at things kind of like what you said you can't trip over stuff you can't control you know what i mean and Sometimes that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of put yourself in that mindset of like, all right, whatever's happened, happened. I can't really control it. All right, here's what I can control. Let me focus on doing that. Yeah. Um, and just really being real with yourself. Um, Integrity. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if <clears throat> I, 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 I kind of tend to look at the bigger picture with a lot of things. Um, and once you realize that, hey, there's this light at the end of the tunnel, which is what I'm striving towards. And part of that journey is me having to deal with some things that might not be so positive or mm -hmm. some things I might yeah. not want to do, but I know I need to get done. But if you keep that end goal in mind, it makes it a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, so that's especially with work. Outside of work, um, obviously being creative, when I get stressed, like I'm in, I'm in the lab. If it's early enough in the day, my speakers are blasting. If not, my headphones are blasting. You feel me? Like, yeah, I feel And then the from time. there, like, you good money. Yeah. So that's that's not nah, definitely that's agree with all of that. With stuff, yeah. uh, work has put me in a negative mindset mm. since I was 14, since I was able to have a job. Right. I just always felt like this is trash, this is whack. They don't value you the way you should be it's valued. A mindset. It is a mindset. Yeah, and it's you perspective. Can, I feel that way. I've had 27 <sighs> The way you look jobs. at it. You just count <laughs> you it up. Them you counted them up. Yeah, like yesterday. I'm 27 years old. I've had 27 jobs. I'm probably like 13, but. That's crazy. Your turnover rate sucks. <laughs> nah, I just, I feel that, like, I have a bad mindset. Towards I'm it. in process of, like, switching it to where I get there. I'm like, bitch, I should be making $35 now. Or, for, like, for this. In which I shouldn't be thinking that way. I should, I don't know. I react on emotion. Take Take Instead time of and hard looking work. at, like he's saying, like looking at the big picture and like the end goal and shit. And sometimes, like, my emotions get the best of me, and I'll just be like, I'm out this bitch. This is where <laughs> I'm <laughs> afflicted. I was literally talking to somebody the other day about you, and they were like, Why, did, why didn't you keep a job? And like, he goes to a job and he thinks that he can, that he's better than all these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so true. Then, so then he just says, Fuck you guys, I'm out. <laughs> like, it proves anything. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm better than not, them. Not, yeah, you know, you can like, do, you like, do better. You can yeah, do like, it. Well, why am I here? Like, I should be I making a mixtape or, like, I should be, like, getting real money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most jobs, they don't, yeah, they don't value. They don't, they look at, most employers look at employees as just, you know, a statistic. You know totally. what I mean? Most of them don't take the time to know you as a person. Nobody takes the time to really understand what else you bring to the table. A lot of times it's just like, hey, can you do this one particular task? Like, if you can do it well enough, you can keep your job and pay you this shit that'll barely allow you to continue to live in the place that you live. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And or the better not, you get, we're going to put you We got, like, shit. eight other people who would fucking shoot you in the head to take your spot. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for so sure. They don't... And then it's like... They don't care, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, you... 
they don't want to hear your ideas. They don't care. You know, like, I don't have a degree, but, like, if you don't have a degree, ain't no upper management going to fucking treat you. Shit, even if you got a degree, they ain't going to listen. Is it just just, a stigma? Or are people that are in those positions more intimidated? You know it's what like, I'm saying? Buy like, your ideas. Yeah. I definitely felt that way a couple of times. Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm not moving up because they want me to remain stagnant because if I were to move up, you know what I'm saying? Bing, bing, bada, boom. You could, like, threaten them. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. their when whole I, job. When I was the store, uh, the, the manager at SportsZone Elite in the mall, mm-hmm. I was like, I can run this company or just this store so much better than what how they're telling me to, but I have to run it their way yeah. because, obviously – well, it's a they're paying charge. But yeah. I'm so, like, and then I would like throw all these different things. I'm like, why are we selling this? No one wears this around here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know y'all okay. went in there a couple times. It's part of the catalog. Seen, like the clothes or the shoes yeah. in there. Like, and I'm like, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. we're losing money on shit like this. And guess, like, nobody wanted to hear shit from me. Like, yeah. it was basically like you're here to keep order and count the drawer at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that comes back to um, like. You can only control so much. Right. What were we on? Yeah. What are, what <laughs> positive thinking. Uh, okay. but, I mean, it's still good conversation. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, uh, I feel like people get, people don't care about it enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I genuinely care about doing a good job when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. I care about yeah. making people feel like they're seen. Like, that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Not everybody and my department cares about that. Some people just want to be there for the hours. They want to be there and go home, and they don't care if you want to make it better or not. They just want to get done with what they got to get done. So, like, it's, you know, it all just comes down to, like, what does it matter to you? You know, like, to me, I care about working hard because I know that eventually it's going to matter to somebody. It matters to me, so. That's true. I got you know, a, I got a I good agree. example of, of this. So, like, this whole Popeye's chicken sandwich thing, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, like, someone was talking to me about, the, about it the other day. I'm like, it cannot be better than Chick-fil-A's because look at the employee difference between Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. People at Chick-fil-A are getting paid, what, like $16 an hour now? What? People at Popeye's are getting paid, like, $9 maybe. Mm-hmm. And you go to Popeye's and they're just like, what do you want? You know? Mm-hmm. The people don't care about their jobs. They don't care about how good your food tastes and whatever. Chick-fil-A, I mean... Hands down, best service at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> because you're talking about like like people don't people care caring. about their jobs. Caring, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? And I'm saying that that chicken sandwich is not as good as Chick-fil-A. Because the people don't care about their jobs. Yeah, but that, that uh, positive okay. mindset has has a price of an extra seven dollars an hour. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 I see what you're getting. Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Like they know that they're not gonna get them people. Like yeah, motivated. That, that yeah. are motivated. They 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 hire fast food workers. Chick fil A is not fast food workers. They're like you. you know. I get it. They're robots. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. I honestly rather have Popeyes than Chick fil A. I don't care what y'all say. Food wise, I like Popeyes, but you know, I get what you mean by the service. Um, yeah. I went to Popeyes and they were out of them motherfuckers. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Almost threw a brick. You know who don't? You know who don't want emotions. Action on emotions. Straight up. Oh man. Doesn't run out of chicken sandwiches. You're getting a positive mindset, man. Oh Positive mindset, you know who right? Doesn't run out of chicken sandwiches. Chick fil A. Oh my god! Right, every time I pull up, they got one hot and ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I don't know how they do it, bro. Uh, you like, you like literally job. thirty second wait, bro. They got everything in the bag like, for you. Why yes? 
Yes, I would. Like, I'm so sorry it took so long. Like, yeah. Like, I just like, pulled up. Y'all got a portal in there? <laughs> Y'all got a time machine? <laughs> so, and, and, you know, in closing, we think Chick-fil-A has lit service and sandwiches, and you should have a more positive mindset. Our pleasure. Definitely. Yep. Our pleasure. You're you heard it. You've heard it first here. Um, and the waffle fries, come on. <laughs> nah, you know what? I've been, I've only realized most recently, waffle fries get cold really quick, bro. All I think it's because they got, nah, they got holes in them, bro. Yeah, they get colder. They got more surface area, man. Have That's you seen, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, have you ever seen a design of like a radiator? It's exactly yeah. how it's designed. What? You know what a radiator does? It cools yeah. the liquid that goes through it. So. Yeah. There it is. Not That's good. how they, That's why they get colder. Hey, I got an <laughs> invention later. I'm gonna tell you about it. Later, oh, right. yo, I'm just Logan. Yeah, for radiator. <laughs> Brett's kicked out. Uh, what I want to say is a veal sauce. But yeah, we wait till really so that hits the chicken sauce. market. Yeah, Chick- chicken market, <laughs> chicken yeah. sandwich yeah. market. You could f- you could fry it in the sauce. You could nah, drizzle like a, the sauce over it. It's like a it's like a you parmesan. Could you could lick it off your girlfriend's All nipples right. if you want. We are so far <laughs> off topic. All right. Hold up, hold up, real quick. <laughs> I I just want to say. I think it's all in perspective. Yeah. If you have a positive perspective in whatever it is, you're going to get positive back. The universe. Plain and simple. Uh I like it. I'm trying. Right. So we all started somewhere in our recording careers in a low point. I know I did. Yeah. And I want to dive into our first experiences recording and maybe even our own studios. And I want to get on to how people can get into getting their own studio at home on a budget or this or that. And, you know, what? maybe we could steer some people in the right direction. Oh, for sure. So I want to bring it all the way back. I'm going to say it was like 03, maybe 04. I had uh, Adele. Y'all remember them? Oh, God. I don't even know if that's a Hello. company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. No, <laughs> Adele. The singer. Two words. A computer? <laughs> Adele that's computer? A computer, yeah. That's, that's Adele. The that's one Adele? You, the one you yeah. record on today is Adele. <laughs> Yo! circle real quick. You look at it every day. No, I don't. Uh, the screen does not say Dell. Yeah, but you lift it up. It says Dell right on the top. I don't even want to hear it. All right, anyways. So, back then... I recorded on a program called Voice Recorder. Mm. I don't know if y'all are hip, but it literally has a play button, a fast forward, a record, a stop. That's about it. That's it. Wow. So you have to play the music and then push record. So you kind of got to time it. You know, you hit them both at the same time so you don't have that little silence in it. And you literally had to one take it. So we just did all freestyles (laughs) or like, you You could upload them too, like. Uh, I think we did MySpace oh, for you guys some of did, the freestyles. Because I remember being like, how did they get this recorded? Right. So, yeah, we uploaded some freestyles. And, you know, and I actually, you know, towards the end of, of that experience, I started trying to do songs and then realized how tough it was because you're going straight from your first verse into the hook. And then you got to come back around. And back then we were doing three verse songs. So... That's, it was a lot doing it in one take. To do a three-verse song it's, right it's now would absolutely impossible. kill me. And <laughs> there is no punch-ins. There was no punch-ins at the time. You couldn't punch anything in because once you push stop, that's yeah. it. That's that's the take. How did you do ad-libs? Song. There was no ad-libs. There's nothing. It was <laughs> just that. Like, <laughs> like if, if you fucked up, you either, you either redid it all 
or that was it. Took I can just L. see like no, yellow you behind him. Like, yeah, how you do that? Lives you have somebody behind you yeah. doing oh, it. We used to do that. You remember that, Brett? I'd be like, grab the mic. They'd be like, what? Like behind me. We didn't know any better. Yeah, and like we could have done ad libs the real way. Yeah, we had a booth. Or to just do it on with six people in a booth. Do you have that organic? Yes. Yeah, it probably sounds a lot better. That is interesting. I want to do that one day. You know, I could I could picture the organic, but in my head as an engineer, I'm like, oh, that makes me cringe. We were all hammered too. I hate hearing something else in the background, like like if Jet's on his phone and I got somebody recording, I'm like, yo. Turn the motherfucker off. <laughs> yeah, he turns off the AC's in here when it's 100 degrees. Oh, yeah. I turn the AC units off. Yeah, they don't turn the buzzing. But that's smart. It keeps it out of the recording. Huh? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It'll be hot as hell for a little while. Oh, yeah. My ears are, like, sensitive. Like, I, I hear it all. I feel it. I hear a pin drop. I started with Audacity. Yeah. Now, is that the program? The program mm-hmm. was Audacity, yeah. Sure was. Audacity, Audacity, and I used a um, a, commu- a communications microphone, which had like a it was a 3.5 millimeter plugged into mm-hmm. the recorder. Oh, okay. So not even USB or not, or you have a mixer? XLR, no. Wow. Literally, you literally use a fucking communications mic that you used to like web chat with in the 90s. We put it in a lampshade. Yeah. It's yeah, like a, like that's smart. Okay. Oh, that's lampshade. interesting. I, uh. Yeah. Cloth that's exterior. I see you guys. No plugins. No. Yeah. Straight raw. Yeah. Like yeah, we had no clue that two weeks you, before people that. put plugins and on shit. your vocals. Like I had no clue that plugins. Brett hadn't hit puberty yet, so it was yeah, still on girl. I got some hey. Brett, some old school Brett songs. Space Jam. <laughs> oh, before, no, before that. Before Space Jam. Yeah. Before Space Jam. I'm talking yeah. when I was like 14. I had not hit puberty. I sounded like before, a female. Before before that, yeah. What was what was the one song? Um, that uh, JP used to bump it all the time. I Remember? don't know. Uh, I don't know. He had a couple. I got them on my Mac. I would, that would one time I went back on my YouTube and listened to a good day, good day yeah, was yeah. a was yeah. a jam. That's lost. Yeah, it's gone. yeah, can't find that. Upsetting. It's a shame. I feel like my experience was way, way different, different yeah. because my whole family's been making music since I was like a, a child. But like the first thing I remember from recording, like we have it so easy, like. Thinking that even just like what you had to do was hard. Mm. My my uncles took to pa- took apart like an eight track recorder, or like a reel to reel, and literally rigged it into a turntable to record their their like stuff, and somehow made it into a cassette tape. And it was like there would be eight people on a track, and it would just be like you would go, and then you would move out of the way, and the next person would step up, and yep. that was how they did it. Um, and then I didn't mean to shoulder nah, you, my cool. bad. Um, <laughs> but then. Like, when we got the house on, like, Brandy Line, we were always, like, partying and stuff like that. Um, we had, like, some kind of huge, I don't know. It wasn't a reel-to-reel, but they were recording into some type of thing with with Pro Tools on a computer. And we just had a random microphone like this hanging from the middle of the room. I remember. <laughs> and we would all just be hammered. No soundproof. No soundproof. We would just go down there, just be... Rapping. That's raw. Like All that's raw shit. You there, can hear. You can hear everybody drinking in the background. Yes. Smoking, I was talking. about to say yes. there would be a party going on upstairs, yeah. yes. and we'd be in the basement recording. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was always so, down there. Yep. Yep. So that Those was like mm-hmm. that. Also, kind of <laughs> hindered me a little bit because like I didn't have to know how to engineer until I got into college, and I was like trying to make music, but like I was kind of doing. I was in. I was busy, so I had to do it on my own time. I never had to do that before because there's always somebody there to, to do. do everything for me. So I was. Oh God, I can remember being so frustrated. It's a whole new monster. The first time I started engineering was like 
every like Hayden and everyone mm-hmm. really stopped coming over to Travis's recording. No one else recorded except for me. Yeah. So I took his computer and the mic to uh, record Jet Fuel. There you go. First mixtape at uh, my house in my brother's room. Yeah. And he taught me most of what he knew and then I had to fucking like try and just figure it out trial and error we had a bunch of jailbroken out. plugins that we talked about last time when Rodney was on oh, yeah. that he yeah. gave us like yeah. Isotope and Nectar and they would just crash and shit like halfway through <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that was uh, all I, yeah. well go, moving on to programs I had uh, for I started with Audacity and it was terrible I wouldn't even use a real mic and then um, Kirk gave uh, gave me Sony Acid. Yeah, uh, that's what I had. Yeah, and I hated it. I hated using Sony. Acid. <laughs> it wasn't it was, bad. It's it's the not interface much different from Pro Tools. Oh, I don't the like interface it. sucks. I, I think. Like it. And then I moved to Cakewalk Sonar, and uh-huh. I liked Sonar. It was <laughs> Cakewalk. Cool. It I literally was a Cakewalk. Yeah, it's <laughs> like red but, button, yeah. green button. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. See, yeah. I feel like Acid, uh, Pro Tools, Cakewalk. I feel like they're all similar. But different. Yeah. Like for the most part, they're similar. You just gotta figure out where everything's at. Store's got a funny story of how I got Cakewalk. Oh yeah, he freaking bought a microphone from Target. And mind you, you know how I am, like follow rules. So I'm like, oh god, we're gonna get in trouble. He bought the microphone, brought the program home, loaded it on his computer, opened it, everything. Then he's like, all right, let's go return this. I was like, we can't do that. He was like, watch me. I'm like, no, we can't do that. We can't take it back. You already opened it. Literally took it back, got his money back. That's how we got Somebody's the program. Somebody's probably key got fucked up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you done use yes. The key? Damn, yes. That's dirty. I know. I was like, we can't do this. That's dirty. <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta it was do. Tough when times. You're, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're a starving it was artist. Tough times. You're a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, dude. Finesse. Then we finally upgraded to Pro, Pro Tools. Pro Tools Empowered was the first Pro Tools. Yeah, Empowered. Empowered. I had Empowered. Could not do shit with that though. Eight tracks, I think, is what it was. Like, like, like 16 I had it with the uh, with the control surface so I, I maybe that's why I had a few more right yeah yeah we had it straight on the laptop it was like maybe three plugins and two each track or two yeah. plugins maybe I don't even know yeah. what the fuck it was I liked M Audio because they made everything simple and like somewhat affordable mm-hmm. like yeah. shout out to by the way most people don't know this I had the Audio Technica um 20 that AT 2020 mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted it so bad and I could not afford it. And Daisy's mom bought it for me. She surprised me one day. Aww. I came into the house and she bought it for me. And then I got the M Audio Fast Track with the keyboard and the interface. Mm-hmm. It was like 99 bucks for the key po- keyboard and the interface. And then I got That's the butt the mic for like ninety nine dollars. I was oh god. I thought I was like about to be gone. <laughs> I was like, I'm hey, out of here. here. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Then I didn't know how to mix anything. <laughs> So, yeah, that's how I started. And then with having a Mac, it's nice because you have GarageBand, so it gives you some more of a, like... GarageBand is hard. Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. It's tough, but if you're broke and you can't afford anything, it's, it's something, mm-hmm. you know, something to record. I mean, I you came to my house, and I told y'all I didn't know what I was doing, but I recorded y'all on that in my grandma's basement. That was my first experience. Yeah, <laughs> recording? <laughs> with, with Shatora, yeah. Look. What was the song like? Hitting Licks or something? Yeah. Yeah. Licking Season? Licking Season. Him and my brother, Darion. But y'all loved it. Y'all are so hype. Bro, we turned like the whole north side up for like a year and a half, dog. Like, we yeah. grow so many views. I don't even know. Like, where are those people at today? <laughs> right, where are you? Where are my where fans? Are you guys? Like, yeah, dude. It was terrible. That was that setup right there. We did just, great. 
I tried. I tried my best. <laughs> tour like hit the blunt with us while we were recording. No, so. I did not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 would have been funny. <laughs> <Chitor was> like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm no, here. I can't imagine how many people were like tune in. I think just, what helped me what? a lot Jeez, is bro. I didn't have anybody to show me what to do or record me. So I kind of like learned it on my own. Yeah. Same. Like when I finally got, um, my first PC, the Dell, the yeah. same Dell that I was doing the voice recorder. I finally upgraded and got acid. I had like a Tascam mixer and I couldn't even tell you what mic I had. Yeah. Something. But, uh, just playing around and, and like clicking buttons really helped me. Oh, and then yeah. upgrading to getting a Mac and pro tools in like Oh seven, eight. I think I was only on PC for a couple of years. But and then Pro Tools is a whole nother monster. Yeah, mm. and I like that that from from then when I got it, it hasn't changed much. You know what I mean? Like Pro Tools has always been Pro Tools. They Facts. just added little things here or there. Yep. And Facts. of course, the biggest thing I've noticed is the plugins. Like plugins will take your sound from oh, yeah. GarageBand to radio. You yeah. know, like that. A long way with with, with the I feel like it was hard for us back then too, because you didn't. We didn't have all those YouTube tutorials. There might have been a handful of them on YouTube. Yeah. And now it's just flooded with tutorials on how to use plugins and mm-hmm. how to set shit up, and you know. I used Logic for a while. Oh, true. I never used that. I seen and a lot on of people. The laptop use. that I got for the the music school. Mm-hmm. I think I just grabbed his mic and started using it for a while. It was, it's kind of hard. Did I they mean, they're all out there? Yeah. Logic. Do Logic's they do Pro Tools too? Logic. I, w- I want to learn Ableton. I heard that's really Ableton is really is a whole other monster. He's like, oh. I've tried. I've I've made beats on Ableton uh, at C Corp. Shout out to C Corp. Um, and it's tough. It's. I mean, but like I said, I feel like they're all the same, but they're different. You just gotta figure out where everything's at. Yeah, yeah. everything's got its learning curve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And once you figure it out, you get. Would you get your start on? Um, my first. All right, so I start. Well, I make beats, obviously. So it started with. Um, somebody slipped me a copy of uh, Fruity Loops. It was a Force mm-hmm. FL studio. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I grew up playing the piano, but I had never, like, made beats before. And I started tinkering around and was like, okay, this shit is hard. <laughs> so then um, Cool Edit Pro, mm-hmm. um, which is now Adobe Audition. That's what I'm, I'm using Adobe Audition right now to record this Boom. podcast. There you have so. it. And that looks nothing like Cool Edit Pro. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? I, remember, but, I remember people talking about Cool Edit Pro. Um, this yeah. dude, who, what was the Asian kid's name that we used to listen to? Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Deep Pride. Yeah, Deep Pride. Deep he Pride. used to use it. Yeah. yeah. And what was, what was crazy when you're talking about not having, like, YouTube tutorials, he had a couple, like, forums. And I remember there was this post that was about, like, the vocal editing process on Cool Edit Pro. So, like, I literally would just copy and paste that process on everything I recorded, and it came out sounding decent. Right. Um, and then once I was like, okay, this is getting serious, me and my man B. Lee, shout out B. Lee, like, we really started investing, and then it was Pro Tools, and I've been on Pro Tools since Pro Tools 6. You know what I'm saying? Like, So you make all your beats in Pro Tools well, now? Well, I make my beats. I, I use Machine now. Oh, okay. Um, so I make my beats in Machine I mix everything in Pro Tools, gotcha. um, whether it's mixing my beats and, of course, recording and, mm-hmm. and vocals and stuff. Um, I've tried other other software, but, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Damn right. There's certain things about Pro Tools where it's just, like, they've gotten to the point where they know. I mean, they're the industry standard, so right. they can get away with doing certain things that other programs can't, making you, like, have to 
double down on your plugins when they change mm-hmm. the format. And, right. But yeah, at the end of the day, like I know it and I can use it with my eyes closed. So yep. yeah. Is uh, exactly how is the MPC like a law? Like is that like an old thing? Like do people use that anymore? They got a new. I mean, they got the MPC Renaissance, which is basically like it's like machine. Mm-hmm. So everything's digital. Um, it's got kind of the same feel of the MPC. It uses the same pads, yeah. but it's just kind of upgraded. Yeah. But, you know, most young younger producers... It's computer. Yeah, they get FL Studio. Like, some of them don't even have MIDI controllers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they, just, right they just click and drag their melodies, you feel yep. me? And I don't knock that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for a while, I was just like, man, what are you doing? But then when you realize, like, you're still making fire, like, and you mm-hmm. figured out a whole other way to make your art so like i own another but respect that you feel me yeah. yeah but you know it's 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 just a different a different era fucking the alchemist still uses like an mpc yeah so you can't, you can't get that MPC swing with with day. yeah his drums there's certain there's certain producers when like when you really catch the swing on their drums like you can't click and drag that mm-hmm. almost like you know what i mean yeah, you need yeah, that. Yeah. pressure sensitive Correct, mm-hmm. correct, yeah, so, so there's a lot you, to go Did you start with a controller, like making beats with a controller? Yeah, so, well, the f- funny thing, so because I, I grew up playing the piano on FL Studio, you can make your keyboard mm-hmm. like a piano key, so I would literally play piano notes on my computer keyboard at That's first. Wild. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how, if I try to do that now. You just what was what? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Because um, it's not a straight line. Yeah, I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you what it was at that time, uh-huh. but you figure it out as you go along. Yeah, practice and then, makes perfect. Exactly. And then I got my first little, like, 25-key MIDI keyboard. It was like an Oxygen 8, I think it was. And then um, then I went hardware for a while. Uh, had a Roland Phantom, uh, Phantom X. It was 88 keys. Get Damn. that weighted, like, piano feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and now... Like, I kind of do a hybrid. Like, I use the the machine studio, which is hardware, but it hooks up to my software. Mm-hmm. I got my I got a MIDI control. I got a smaller one now. Um, but, yeah, like, I, for me, the sweet spot is a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep some right. hardware. Mm-hmm. Still use the software because, you, for real, you'd be a fool not to these days. It makes things go so much easier, so much faster. Right. But, yeah. It's like rocket science to me. I know nothing about what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Behind it. the scenes. I'm like you picturing just the bars, it all in my right? head. Yeah, just I know. Question mark, question mark. It's <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there's memes you see where it's just a bunch of math questions. Just yeah. like, <laughs> dead I ass, though. I just know how to rap. That's it's, it. There's <laughs> many years, though, of like, I'm not a master by any means, but like, just even a little bit that I can edit and mix and record. It's taken years to figure that out. Yeah, big yeah. facts. facts. Really gotta have like, it. No one ever, no one ever was like, "Hey, Brett, I'm gonna sit you down and show you this shit, exactly how to do it." It was all just me and Travis, just like plug and play, like trial and error. Fucking, it's the best way to learn. Figuring it out, like you know how many bad songs I dropped that were terribly, like terribly mixed, and like shout out, shout out me, shout out <laughs> to like man. horrible or like you know what I'm saying like but at the time I was like this sounds better than the last one so right yeah progress yeah. I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. I think that's the the coolest thing about music is there is no right way or like you know there's no wrong way I should say yeah. there's always a right way mm-hmm. but there's not really a wrong way like you get, whatever mix you put on it that's you know what I mean that's what it is that's the mix you put on it everybody has different ways they mix i like to have my vocals a certain way you like to have yours a certain way neither of us are wrong yeah a lot of people nowadays because you can do everything on software you like um 
make everything sound like so perfect and like almost like robotic in a way. And yeah. Sometimes I'm mm. like, nah, I kind of want to leave that like breath of air that I took before that line, or like I want to like facts. I'm like leave that too. something out because I was doing it for a while to where I was cutting everything out and like making everything perfectly lined up, which is good in some instances. But then I would listen to it and I was like, I can't even hear like any ambience or like how I was saying my my backup's a little bit different or, like, drawn out. Like, it was fucking me up. So now mm-hmm. I'm just, like, small things don't really bother me unless it's, you know, ridiculous. Because but to the average year, people don't hear that shit either. Exactly. They really do. Very like, true. I can you know hear every little you thing that I do. And yeah. then I could put whatever that song I just did, I put or just did whatever two hours ago right mm-hmm. now, and the average year's going to be like, damn, this sounds really good. But to me, it's not finished at all. It's yeah. mastered nothing. And yeah. maybe they would if they were like an avid listener. Yeah, or like they, yeah, but... 20 times, they'd be like, oh, shit, he said this instead of this. Yeah. Yeah. Bing, Going bing, back to what boom. you said, Brandon, about there's no wrong way. Like, if we were to go to, like, a school, like, Full Sail or something and, like, show them how we record, they'd be like, no, nah, you're doing that wrong. Oh, you know? of course. <laughs> everybody's everybody's oh, got to do everything thing. wrong. <laughs> I have producers, not even producers, I have DJs tell me, like, yo, you got to do it this way. This song's got to go after that. I'm like, yo. <laughs> no, that's right. you do it. I said, yeah, yeah. right. It's gonna go it my like way. Yeah. I need it to sound this way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or like when I be sitting with uh, Justin Tunes. Shout out Justin Tunes. We be butting heads a lot when when he's making beats for me. I'm like, yo, I want the clap here. He's like, it doesn't sound right. I'm like, let me hear it. Okay, it doesn't sound right. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I gotta hear it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you be thinking, I'm like, yo, I need to. Yeah. yeah, 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 I feel you. I Put feel it there. You. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Shout out Justin Tunes. So look, wrap this up. We've all come a long way from wherever we started at recording, and we've picked up a lot along the way, learning-wise. Started from the um, bottom, now we hit. And one thing, well, no, go ahead, go ahead. We didn't really talk about, like, um, how to get started, but, like, yeah. if you guys really want to get, like, a home studio, go to, like, Sweetwater or uh, Z or Zounds.com. Musician's friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have so, so cool. many starter packages you can get with a, with a little interface, a mic included, and probably a program included, too, um, and then just YouTube tutorials, yeah. man. Mow lawns for Five a whole bucks. summer. <laughs> Save up, like, Lemonade stands. 250 bucks, and you can have a fat-ass setup for, like, a 16-year-old. Yeah. Stuff's so cheap now. Yeah. Like, Stuff is so cheap now. So. Even for, like, you know, 150 bucks, you can get shit. I mean, you can pretty much make a studio out of anything nowadays. Right. Yeah. I, I did, a, blo- I did a, a blog about this not too long ago. I got to make sure to send y'all the link. But yeah, it's, like, how to, how to have a dope setup for under $500. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah definitely. I, I that. We'll link that in the, in the description. Bad, yeah. Yeah. All you got to do is do it. There is no wrong way to finding your sound. And I don't want to skip over this. Jet said he just recorded a song, and we're going to make him drop it. <laughs> fire. It's fire. Make him drop it. It's all right. I ain't going to make him do shit. <laughs> Typical artist. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Big whoop. Whoop. All right. So we're back with my boy, local producer, Damian P. He's produced some tracks that I know you've heard. Some Benny Bang singles that fire. It's all thanks to this man right here. Yo, yo. I was definitely creeping on your Instagram earlier, <laughs> trying to do some research for uh, for the podcast, and I made it my way to your um, website. And I saw that you're in your bio says music produ- music producer, video director, audio engineer, regular guy, which yeah. is like super relatable. <laughs> like I'm just like you, humble ass. 
Um, but I did not know. I knew you made. I knew you produced and helped mix um, some of Benny's stuff down. But I didn't know you were directing videos. And I saw. I went over to the. I think it's called the Crash Dummy. Uh, I don't know if that's the name mm -hmm. of the video. It's in the song. Name of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I saw that. Did you direct that or have your hand in that? Yeah. I, um. Directed that, shot that, edited that. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, he rolls up you. on the bike with the, you know, everybody's balling. Like, <laughs> summertime vibes. Yeah. Like, it was good feels. How do you, so one of my questions was, I know that we're going to talk about the producing thing. That's probably going to be most of the conversation, but I want to get this video question before I sure. forget. Um, so when, like, an artist approaches you or maybe you have the idea of, like, working with them on a video, like, how do you kind of collaborate with them to come up with a vision? to like create something is it like you're just telling them what you want to do are y'all working together to kind of come up with something like that? that that's a good question so like um it really depends on the artist um and it's part of the reason why i don't shoot as many videos now as i used to mm -hmm. um just to give you a backstory i got into shooting videos because i was producing right i was living in atlanta at the time and um artists where i was working with we having problems finding um, videographers Videographers who were dependable mm -hmm. Which is crazy when I think about it We were in Atlanta Yeah But like it's like I'm trying to call somebody up We're trying to shoot a video I can't depend on you And it's like Bro do you want this money or not Yeah mm -hmm. So I bought myself a camera For my birthday And the guy who we were Working with at the time Within six months I was shooting better videos than him So like And I'm not saying that As, as, as a stunt or a flex It just is what it is Yeah So from there I just kept going Kept going And realized like Oh I, I can make some bread Doing this Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, it depends on the artist. Yeah. Some artists come to me and they're just like, here's my song, vibe to it, tell me what you think we should do, and then they kind of let me take it from there. Others come to me already with the whole idea of, like, this mm -hmm. is what I want to do. Um, some I meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, what got me away from doing it, a lot of, a, a lot, a lot of videos, though, is that <clears throat> there's a lot of artists out who all want to shoot the same type of video. Like, yeah. I want to post up. In front of the hood with the homies, like, like everybody got their straps, and that's one big thing. Like, it kills me when I be watching people's videos, and then everybody pointing guns at the camera, uh -huh. and I'm like, yo, what type? Of, like, what are you thinking? Yeah, you that was my number one rule. Like, and uh, you you see videos where everybody like they might have a heat, but ain't nobody pointing no guns at me. At me, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what you're doing. You're pointing your gun at me. You know, what I'm saying? I've been in that situation, and you know what I did? You. I checked the gun before they did it. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I said, you gotta give me that gun. I am gonna empty this clip. I make sure you. everything is, is but yeah but a lot a lot of there are a lot of artists who they kind of all want the same thing yeah and amen they got you mundane for you it, yeah. yeah man you lose yeah. you lose the drive you lose the passion to do it especially when people don't understand and i know you you're gonna feel me on this track but like what goes on, on the back end like we might come out and shoot this video in two three hours but i'm about to put hell hours in on the back end and, and then you're gonna try to you're gonna try to cut me short on the money and then be on my line all crazy and for the edit and the whole nine and it's just like if it's not fun for me to do it well, like yeah I like it. making money off it but I got other ways I can make money yeah. you feel me so I've, I've limited what I've been doing lately I feel you, I feel to you. the projects I really feel I feel you mm -hmm. I feel you kind of pick and choose I guess yeah. I, do yeah. This, yeah. I do the same thing like with my video stuff I make I make so much more money on weddings I and I and, and I enjoy shooting weddings. That's like it's a up. good time and, and it's easy to edit and, and nobody's you know, pointing guns at you. And nobody's pointing guns at me. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe West Virginia weddings you might have yeah. you might have some might guns have some out. Guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uncle Russell. I feel you. <laughs> nah, that's dope, man. I wanna uh feeding off of what she said. So if you do have the two different types of artists, is 
it costs more for your directing abilities. You know what I'm saying? Do you quote them higher if you're like, damn, I got to do all this extra work? Uh, well, well, yeah, it, it just really depends. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm -hmm. people ask me all the time, like, how much you charge for a video? And my answer, is, it never pleases anybody, but I'm like, it depends. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you if, want? Exactly. If, if you have, like, a, a quick one scene you need me to pull up, I'm only shooting for an hour or two, and then it's a minute and 30 second long song, it's going to cost one thing as opposed to if you want to build out a whole scene or something like Crash Dummy where it's like we have a narrative going with it, it's a longer song. Yeah. So it doesn't really, I don't really charge based on the artist per se, but more so on what it is that they're trying to accomplish. I um, now at the same time, I have had people ask me to shoot certain videos that I really don't want to shoot. So I'm gonna charge you a whole lot of money because I will shoot it for you if you pay me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Text. Exactly but because I, I gotta. I again, I gotta sit down and number one, by the time I'm done editing this video, I'm gonna know your song better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And if I don't like your song, it's gonna blow me. You it's know what I'm saying? In my head for no reason. So all types of shit. You know, kind of pay what you weigh. I you know? feel it. That's, I feel so, it. that's super cool. That's like one of the problems that I hate is like how much you charge for a video. You know, it's like I started telling people. I can charge three hundred dollars. I can charge ten thousand dollars. What, what do you want in your video? You know, mm. like, like what exactly. do you want your video? To be get what like? you pay for. Yeah, <laughs> in anything. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Uh. From from the production standpoint, do you do a lot? I know you have like your stuff up online on your mm. website, which I peeped. And there's a, you definitely need to peep the website. There's some dope stuff for some local rappers out here. But um, do you ever sit down with artists and shape stuff from scratch? Hell yeah. Um, Do that's, you like that's why that? I, that's why I prefer to work for real. I like you know what I mean? Too. Like, um, obviously, most producers, they just make beats all day long or whenever they can. So, yeah, I throw stuff online. Mm -hmm. But having the experience and be able to sit down, especially somebody that you already know and vibe with and know the kind of sound you're looking for, especially if it's somebody you know who's <clears throat> willing to step outside the box a little bit because every producer has those beats that are kind of tucked away that aren't like – cookie cutter yeah it's it's not like the popping sound right now but with the right person it could be exactly. you feel me yeah um so yeah man um pretty much everything that i've done with benny with benny bangs like it's been him and i in the lab and yeah shout out my my, my yeah, guy yeah, for sure. but it's been him and i in the lab and a couple of them joints i'll start making a track and I might not, I'll be like, eh, and I turn and look at him, and he's in the back like. I got something <laughs> like, oh, All right, so I got to keep going, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time it's done, it's like, oh, damn, this joint came out nice. It's a good you thing I didn't stop. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I prefer to work, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a more intimate type of way with an artist so that we can really put together a you sound. Feed off of each other's energy almost. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And if there's yeah. some good cushion involved, that also helps you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Benny is very much so like that. Like, I remember yeah. back when we were much younger, he would always be like, you know, come on, come over and write so we can both bounce off each other. Like, And that was before I really understood the concept of that shit. So he's always been that type of person. Yeah. That's yeah, just cool. It came dude. full circle. I like yeah. how you said, like, shape the sound because i i mean like that's huge this is, i'm sure i don't know i haven't been in a lot of sessions where we're building something from scratch but like i can imagine that's way different than going on youtube and clicking through oh, yeah. 100 beats until you find one that you're like this one's okay i can't even fathom right. that you know? like when you just said you do that often like i couldn't even imagine that happening to me i'd probably like shit my pants or something it's so crazy so like um <clears throat> crash dummy is mm -hmm. by my guys the drill boys mm -hmm. shout out like me and them go back and 
it's been like countless days, some whole summer sometimes where you go over, mind you, you know what I'm saying, they're the drug boys, so you already know what's going on in there yeah. all day long. <laughs> but like me, um, my man Perm, my man Jay Runner, all producers, shout out, like sometimes we'll cook up together, sometimes we'll kind of like, all right, he cooked one, I cooked one, but next thing you know, like, Yo, do we like low key make a mixtape today? You know what I'm saying? Oh, or yes. like stuff like that goes on. Um I feel you. That's how so yeah, when it when it comes out, together. Though? They're out of DC. Okay. Yeah, DC, Maryland, uh, that area. Um, but yeah, man, being having having somebody that you could really vibe with, uh, I'm gonna give you the perfect example too. The baby's hot right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you hear he has that sound. Yeah. When he when he when he hooks up with Jesson. And I can tell, obviously I don't know them, but I can tell that when they first started working together, it wasn't just he found some beats online. Or maybe he might have found one, and then once they got in the studio, they developed his style. His flow matches those beats. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not something you can just... Click and... Yeah. yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not going to find that on BeatStars. You feel yeah. me? Like, that's something that has to be a little more organic. So. I feel you. It seems, like, it seems like that's happening a lot is, like, they're built, people are getting teams. Like, yep. you, you have your producer, I have my producer, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like. also teams of producers together. Definitely. Um, I can't remember like who's the. I watched one interview with like the dudes that did uh, Ariana Grande's song. I can't remember. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking social, about. Social yeah. House. And yeah, I think dope. that's right. Yeah. they are lit. And they, they have a lit. bunch of videos out like, like talking about their out. stuff. Yeah. 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 I feel like I like the idea. I didn't until I started like until information was so much more readily available. I just didn't realize how much like. There's so much more than just sitting in your room by writing by yourself. Like when you have a producer and like you're rapping, but they're like, okay, what if you do this back vocal and you kind of like, you try to harmonize with this? Or what if you add in something here because it sounds kind of empty? Like it's nice to like, to have that type of input when you're creating something as opposed to just writing the whole thing in your head and then coming in putting it down and then it's just, and then that's it yeah no more creation to it after that and when you say that my my bit of advice for you know what i'm saying artists that are coming up is one be open to other people's input yeah you feel mm-hmm. me um totally especially rap is an egocentric art so a lot of times people are like man this is my shit like uh-huh I'll, i think okay yeah 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 but if you're <laughs> open to that you know what i'm saying yeah. uh-huh. and work with a producer that you trust their their musical input, it can like, it can make things grow. You know what I'm saying? Like with Benny, mm-hmm. we've been in a lab and he might be doing something and I might have an idea for a hook here or an ad lib there and he's always open to it. You know what I'm saying? But it's little things that might not seem like much at the time but might really boost the value of the song or the value of your whole project. So being able to, Taking what other people are suggesting. Obviously, you're not going to take it all and use it all, mm-hmm. but having that open mind and surround yourself with people who you va- really value their input, it can help you grow as an artist, like by leaps and bounds. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, I think undoubtedly that was that Big was a facts. hot point. Yeah. Sure. Big fact. So Big was facts. it always producing for you? I know you you done videography and this and that, but mm-hmm. do you ever pick up a rhyme book? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So like, before I even started producing, when I was in high school. I mean, everybody used to rap at the lunch table, you know what I'm saying? Um, And I even remember, so when I was in high school, you used to do this thing on the radio where, like, you could call in, they would have a beat playing, and you could, like, freestyle real quick. And I called in one time, spit these bars or whatever, 
And when I went to school the next day, I was like, yo, we heard you on the, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the <laughs> show. Yeah, it was um, 99 Jams. Uh, I went to high school in, in, in Broward County, Florida. You feel me? So it was 99 Jams. And so, yeah, and to this day, I still write. I still rhyme here and there. Um, a lot of, I got a lot of tracks with hooks on them, hooks written. I got songs written. Um, my bigger picture is I'm trying to kind of get, <clears throat> I'm building a catalog to really trying to get deeper into the industry on more of an artist, artist development side, mm-hmm. because, I mean, if I wanted to, I could release an album right now, you know what I'm saying? But With I really, everything, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, but I'm, I'm a more laid back in the cut type of guy, but at the same time, I write in pen all the time. Is there any uh, any songs out there on the internet that people could find? Yeah, if you like, go on my website, um, you'll be able to find them all. Damienp.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got some things about to drop. Um, the the newest things I'm doing though is it's actually an instrumental EP. Um, it's called Chakras. Should be coming out oh, yeah. within the next like month or so. I'm excited for um, it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty dope. I'm, I'm mastering it right now, so like we almost there. Uh, but yeah, man, like. I got a couple other songs where it's just like they're kind of a little more introspective, so I'll drop them when, when I feel like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, how about like some influencer? Like who influences you? Like <sighs> man, even growing up or or now? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> production wise, to me, like Dr. Dre's the greatest to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Jeezy's first album was what made me start making beats. You know what I'm oh. saying? So like. Um, Shorty Red, like mm-hmm. DJ Toomp, um, Old Cash Money, like Manny Fresh. Um, Southern producers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then also Pharrell. Well, then I'm, I'm going to say the Neptunes because when Pharrell and Chad were working together, mm-hmm. like right. some of the most incredible music. Timberland's a legend. Um, newer Cats. Uh, oh, I can't forget Zaytoven. Um, but like Newer Cats, uh, Metro Boomin' is a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Will made it. Um. Yeah, man, I, I, and I like what what the new generation of producers are doing, like for the production community. Um, they're a little more business savvy, and just from a lot of things that are going on, they're like really no nonsense with the like, yo, y'all need to pay us. Yeah. Right. And I respect that more than anything else because mm-hmm. it's time. You know, I mean, producers always end up getting the last check. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying the smallest cut when a lot of times they really put these songs out and make them build up but um they shape a lot of songs absolutely i feel like nowadays some of the producers have a huge platform yep. as opposed to even <clears throat> 10 years ago like you didn't know who produced the song back then but right. now even with tags or this or that but dj like, Khaled. <laughs> stop dj Khaled does not produce <laughs> he's an executive producer i see it <laughs> let's no, be real but no like Khaled's like Khaled. i'm saying like uh, i feel like producers are Starting to be more of the face of the song yeah. in a sense. Yeah, beat like beat of course, of course, the rapper is going to take it and carry it, but it does start with that beat. And the, yeah. I mean, they're even getting producers in videos now, like yep. putting them in there just to have them there. Oh, um, what, what's the boy? Uh, Wheezy. Yeah. Because um, I, I just saw the video recently for Gunna and Young Thug. They got a joint called Three Headed Snake. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, they shout him out in the song, like, it's like Wheezy, uh, yeah, yeah, they mention him as part of Three-Headed Snake, and he's in the video, you know right. what I mean? That's so, cool. yeah, like. Definitely show love. Yeah, yeah and, and he's super hot right now. Um, Wheezy out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I res- and I respect how a lot of a lot of younger producers are, are kind of, you know, their sound, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, he has a particular sound, 
Uh, I was talking about Jetson. He's got a particular sound. Like, it's it's big. Murder Beats. Yeah, I mean, Murder Beats been killing. And that's another one that started on on Beat Stars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the Migos got a hold of him. And, I mean, timing is real big, too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he started coming up when he's, yeah. some of these other artists were starting to kind of He's just a little Canadian white kid. And he's and got and he's linked up with the Migos. And now he's yeah. Drake. He's yeah, gone. Drake. Everyone. Yep. He's gone. He's yep, gone. he's killing it. I feel it. Son of motherfuckers. Timing. I see um, on your Instagram, other than just beat stuff, I see a lot of positive stuff. Like, you just be posting, talking to people. Yeah, About, man. like, you know, mentality type things. Like, what got you into doing that? Yeah, so um, it's crazy. Uh Probably about three months ago, um, I had lost my job, right? So I come home, and it was one of those things where, kind of like you said, things will happen to you, things happen for you. Yeah. Um, it was a toxic situation for me, so it was only right that it happened when it did. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of put me in a frame of mind where I was just like, yo, you can't dwell on the fact, like, this isn't going as planned. You just got to kind of push forward and I even say in a lot of my videos like I'm not talking to anybody because I'm no guru I'm no expert you know what I mean mm-hmm. this is I'm, I speak to myself in a lot of these things mm-hmm. um, because like you said trying to make keep that positive mindset sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lot easier said than done totally. I've gone back and watched some of my own videos like bro you can't be a hypocrite you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? practice what you preach absolutely um, but that's kind of what got me into it um, and then from there I was kind of, like, surprised at the feedback I was getting from people, even people who I know in real life but I don't speak to that often, but would send me a DM like, dog, I see what you're doing. Keep doing it. Yeah. Like, damn, I really need to hear that. Keep doing it. And then other random people from nowhere that I don't know, and they were just like, man, I really spoke to me. And when people comment, I comment back, and I'll engage in a whole, you know what I'm saying, new conversation because I realize that, like, everybody goes through shit, you feel me? And mm-hmm. if I can try to, you know, give you a little extra positivity, trying to help you out of some shit, while at the same time helping myself yeah, and whoever else needs yourself. it, then so be it. You I, know feel what it. I like it. And I, I mean, I'd be one of them DMs Respect. saying, like, keep doing it because I'm definitely, like, scrolling back through, checking on some of those things. And it's uh, it's stuff people need sometimes. You Sometimes you think you're the only person that's feeling like you're feeling. But when you see someone else that looks like you, that's like, no, Facts. I felt like that. It's going to be all right. I'm here. You'll You'll still be here tomorrow. Fact. I and, feel like that's important. And, mo- and most of these motivational speakers, and don't get it twisted, like there are plenty of people who I watch and listen to too, but a lot of them are millionaires that are up on the stage and they're about to get off the stage and hop in the roles, you feel me? Yeah. And not saying that they don't practice and believe what they're saying, but it's not as relatable as somebody who's like, dog, I'm about to hop in my Chevy and go to my job. Like, you know Perception. what I'm saying? If I can get another one type deal, you yeah, feel me? Like, like, yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. happens. So I feel you. I feel you mm. for sure. Speaking definitely, of these... definitely building that karma, got good karma. Oh yeah, man. Sure. That's real. I try. I try. I try to live, practice what I preach, and pay it forward. You know what right. I mean? So this goes back to what I wanted to say when Shatora first engaged you. You said you like to be more so behind the scenes, and you focus on artist development. Mm-hmm. So what exactly does that mean to you? the artist development phrase yeah so i've you know what i'm saying i've been in the music industry for a while in a, in a different forms and fashions and i feel like i have a pretty good idea of what it takes to one be a a good artist and, and i say good in quotes because everything's subjective mm-hmm. but um 
to move forward and at this point know what you need to do in order to kind of progress your career. Um, and I've come to realize that a lot of artists, they might have the talent but don't have the guidance. So being able to kind of help people craft their songs, um, craft their music, help them develop a plan to put it out, um, and really just take the back seat. You and feel me? Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'd rather be the chauffeur, you know what I'm saying, than, than anything else because I know how to drive the car. There you, you, know dope. I mean? there you go. I like that. I got I got a, a funny thing. So speaking on the, the motivational uh, speeches, when you first started doing them, I f- well, before that, I feel like you didn't, you were behind the scenes. You didn't really put your face out there, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I feel like, like I had tens, maybe hundreds of conversations with this guy and didn't even know who he was. And then one day I'm on Instagram, I see his motivational speech pop up. I'm like, no way. That's I remember it having Phone a few job. too, like at, at Picks. Yep. Like, I dropped it in the group chat to you guys. I was yep. like, did y'all know that was Damien? <laughs> That's hilarious. It blew my mind one day. That's yep. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty laid back guy. You feel me? Like, big facts. Let's be chilling. Did you work there when I got banned for life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how long ago was that? Uh, two, Five three. Years. Oh, no, I wasn't there right He's there. He said, not uh, done. <laughs> I was making sure I didn't do anything fucked up to you. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> no, said, nah. I got that for him. I got I to start writing my wrongs. Oh. Yeah. I do want to say one thing. Um, I'm uh, I'm originally from the Bahamas, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, 100%. Um, born and, and bred, and there's a lot of... It's crazy over there right now, you feel me? Like, I, I legit have family that I haven't heard from in three four days and yeah. damn yeah like i've heard i've heard that most of them are right some of them i just haven't heard anything at all um it's really similar to what happened in puerto rico really similar to what happened in, in houston so you know what i mean everybody just you know what i mean just have a have a have a i guess a, a view of the bigger picture you know what i'm saying um i talked about it today online but um be appreciative for what you have, you know what I'm saying? Because it might not be here tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout out to the Bahamas. March on Bahamaland. I love you. Yeah. Yep, definitely. For sure. Undoubtedly. 100%. You heard the man. 100%. Big whoop. So so what do we got to look forward to coming out soon from you? I know you mentioned the instrumental <clears throat> yeah. album. Chakras. Um, I've become a lot more spiritual probably in the last year. Um, so just to kind of give a brief synopsis, it's seven songs. Each one is tuned to each of your seven main chakras everything that's dope tuned to 432 hertz um it's pretty crazy like i don't like to toot my own horn but like i put a lot into this and i was in a good mental space when i started creating it and just going back and listening i'm just like yeah like this is gonna fuck some people up to where they're like oh damn i didn't even know that you could do that Mm -hmm. it's 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 like it's a lot of R&B, soul type of vibe to it, but, like, I still, like, got that 808 booming. You feel me? It's yeah. it's almost like I could hear this being a Bryson Tiller album. You yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. Type, type of deal. But um, that's going to be coming real soon. The real dope thing is my mother's an artist. She's a painter, and she's actually painting my cover art, which is going to be dope. So, like, we keeping it in the fam. That's um, awesome. But that's coming soon. Um, I got more work with Benny Bangs coming soon. Hey. Um, and... Real soon, I'm gonna update my beat store too, cause I got a lot of stuff that's just been cooking and waiting. I'm just gonna do a huge upload when 
my life allows me to. Yep, on Airbnb. Or if you go to if you go to DamianP.com, um my my beat store is the first thing on the website. And then also any anything else I release, videos, songs I produce, mix, whatever, they're all there on my blog too. But DamianP.com links to all my social media on there. At Damian Produces on Instagram. Um uh, at Damian Produces on Twitter. I'm on Instagram more than anything though. And uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah! Thanks for coming. Big whoop. Yeah, thanks, Thanks for man. Coming, appreciate y'all. Go check him Definitely. out. Follow him on social media. He Iron posts the motivational uh, speeches on Instagram all the time. Produces. Get help. You already Videos. know. Yeah, Damien P. Let's go. Let's go.